0: welcome to mindset you today is rancis myself and moses right next to me we're talking about keeping awareness when you're going through a transition in your life making goals working through them while you're dealing with the reality of emotions and 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 the challenges that life brings to you whether that may mean some sacrifices to your own values or some rewards against your own values all of this we're going to be talking about it because we're going through it live right now this is not a past experience this is a current experience we're we're going through and you're going to hear us talk it through let us know if you have any similar experiences that you're either going through have gone through or are nervous about going through you can find our podcast in Apple Podcasts, anywhere, Spotify, uh, YouTube Music Now for for Google, uh, Android users, as well as on YouTube. Check our website. We have tons of information about understanding how change happens, how change occurs, and apply it to our lives like you're seeing in this podcast. Hope you enjoy it and share with a friend. Last week I asked you about the letter. Yeah. You didn't really answer me. Just my own way on the conversation.
1: <laughs> I'm not I don't know if I'm I'm in the space to, to be able to do that kind of work for the business. Like I don't have time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm it's like I'm in this cycle of sleep, wake up, mm-hmm. go there, come home, sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's 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 no time to do jack shit. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend. I'm still working on shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. This is a yeah, this is a for me it's it's good money, but at the same time I'm like, damn, bro. Like this is a lot. Mhm. You know. A lot for not my business.
2: Mhm.
1: And that, and that that's a little frustrating cuz it's just like i put this energy into my shit
0: yeah so what do you what do you feel that what would be a a balance like for you What would be a balance? Yeah, like where's that? Where's the line where it's like, you say hey, this is a lot. So where's the line where it'll be acceptable?
2: I
1: don't know. If I was able to get two hours or three hours a day to be able to go work out, do something, mm-hmm. you know. It's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the only thing you have. And then I'm dedicating time to this. And the rest of the little time that I have is with my girl. And then prepare for the next week. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing. So, you could. I have to wake up at 4 a.m. to to do whatever little workout, you know, to to get that in. But it's, it's not sufficient. It doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I, I need space. I need. I'm, my time.
0: So, what is it? What do you feel from that? Like lack of time. Like, what do you feel is is happening to you?
1: Mm, I f- I feel like I'm becoming unhealthy. I feel like more anxious. Um. I don't know. I feel like we're losing sight of the business.
2: Mm. Like hours. Um, so yeah. Mm.
0: So like all right, so you feel like you're losing sight of the business, feel unhealthy. So what does that mean to you? Like what does that mean to your legacy, to your perception of you what does it mean i don't
1: think it means anything i think it's just isn't it's not how i envision living my life i'm definitely not doing this more than two years the only reason i'm keeping my word but like i thought about it i was just like I mean the only reason I, I want to stay is cuz I'm learning a lot. It's the only reason. But at the same time it's just like shit ain't, shit ain't worth the, the
0: losing your health. Yeah, it's, yeah. does this, this this differ from um from all right, from your previous
1: career in education. It doesn't. It reminds me of it. Mm. There's I'm in a different position, which I'm enjoying because I'm leading, which is what I've always wanted to do. There's a team. There I, I enjoy leading them. I enjoy teaching. I enjoy making decisions. Uh but in terms of like it's um it's a I guess it's a trade off, right? It's the question is whether I want to continue like would want to continue making this trade off for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm.
0: No. I'd rather be broke. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be my, my next question. Now when you compare it to like entrepreneurship and, and the life you were living there, because like, that was also nonstop, right? Yeah. So,
1: but I enjoyed it. like I got cho- I have choice. What do you mean? I have choice I mean, first of all, it's something that I'm passionate about. I care about. Uh, it's something that that I believe in mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, I'm not saying that I don't believe in what we do in the company. Um, but it's not it's not my thing like mm-hmm. i don't I don't see myself leading people in dentistry like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not what I care about. Can I? can do it, but it's it's not. It's not what I'm passionate about. No. You know, I enjoy the culture aspect of and changing that. Um, but yeah, I, that's for entrepreneurship. It was like we we're doing something that, like I felt would would make a difference to the world. This doesn't feel like that for me. I feel like I'm making a difference to the people that are on my team, and that's pretty cool. You know?
0: But as far as like the, is it like the grand scheme from like from our from our entrepreneur journey? It's like the grand scheme impact, right? That, we're trying to fundamentally shift society is it from like that comparison because like at the end of the day we're still having impact on individuals like you said right you're having impact on your team but then there's also the impact of you know what, what this company does is having impact on the individual so how does those two compare is kind of what i'm trying to ask the
1: impact of 'Cause it's it's not it's not uh it's not something that's at the forefront. It's not the, the, the intent of the business. Right? Like it's not what I'm like I'm working on the things that we have and I'm incorporating them and it's proven that it's working. Uh, I just think that it's like, the whole of the business, like, itself, it's it's not the intention. It's not the mission, you know? Like, it's it's a thing that supports their mission, which is great. But it's for me, it's, it's just, it's not
0: what I'm doing. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm trying to make sense of it. There's, so, what I'm gathering, you tell me if I'm wrong, is basically, like, the mission of the company like you don't necessarily align with the mission of the company you're Mm -hmm. able to do uh to work on your mission on this like small group impact level Mm -hmm. but that feels restricted because that personal mission doesn't necessarily in your mind tie into the the company's mission and what the company's trying to do as a whole
1: I mean, I think it's it's what allows them to do what they what they're trying to do, uh, but it's not the the end goal for them. And for me, it's 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 the end goal. The only reason I'm I'm here is to see if, well, one, to learn how to make this the the end goal for our business, and how to how to push this and scale and all of the uh, operational and financial kind of decisions that are made. I think that's important. Um, But it's not a, uh, it's, it's not the thing that's being sold. You know what I'm saying? It's not the the thing that's being sold. It's not the, the product It's not the service for for the company. It is. So like, I the way I see it is like, I I don't, I don't, Give a shit about. I mean, I don't want to say it this way. I'm. I i do not care about whether a patient has these type of issues. Like, I feel bad for them, but it doesn't. Like, I go into a reveal doesn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like, oh, nice, that's awesome. Everybody did great. The reveal, what that means to me is that everybody worked together to make that thing happen, Mm -hmm. and that's pretty cool, right? But to me, the, my client is is the team. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not it's not the patient. Gotcha.
0: Because from from the way you see it, it's like all right. So we talk about with with our business, the mindset, the emotional regulation, the all these concepts so with the team is where you're able to utilize and flex those tools but with the patient that's and and i wonder because i i've kind of had this thought as well in the sense of like we've worked so hard to to identify core challenges core issues in people's lives and so on and so forth we always fundamentally fall down to the same kind of source which is mindset and perspective and all of that and and we're you know what we're doing now we're tying this all to something external in a sense you know which mm-hmm. like with this product this product is going to bring you this all right so at the beginning i was having a little bit of a, a challenge with that as like okay so i'm sitting here uh speaking to someone about getting them. To their goal, and it's like, yeah, we're we're still not quite there in the goal. We're just halfway there with this solution, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, and I pers- I had uh, for a bit a bit of a, a challenge with that when it's like, this is not the to- the complete solution. So is it is it some of that with you as well? Yeah, I think,
1: I think I can align with that. I think
2: that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say like,
1: and I, I see that sometimes with, with people that I work with, especially with the, with the doctors as um, like the other day. We were speaking on how to go digital right and for me it's hard to be innovative in that space because i'm like it's teeth for me uh and to contribute to that from that perspective there, there are a couple of variables one is knowledge uh the other one is caring about the thing, but it's hard for me to provide solutions in that space because one knowledge and two, I I don't necessarily care about what the end product is for them. What I care about is the team and how this impacts the team. And when it's having conversations with doctors uh, on this it's hard to get them to think outside of the, the the how, which is super frustrating for me because they are only talking about the obstacles and the challenges that are in the way. So for me, the opportunity was the mindset on how to envision something that's grander or larger, which is one, not thinking about obstacles and challenges, but thinking about, What does three years look like from now? What does five years look like from now? Uh, And then asking ourselves, how do we begin to get there, right? Not what we're doing right now. Like, how do we get there now? And that was like kind of frustrating for me because it was just like, ah, you know, they think this way.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I was like, do is it beneficial for me to change the way that they think right now? -hmm. Right? Because they're not the ones in control anyway. Mm -hmm. They're they're not the ones that that make these decisions. There's there's probably more things there. And and that's fear that's where I feel that like for me I can excel in 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 those areas. So it's it all in this is all to say that that I don't the value in which I'm getting is in financial and operational, which I'm appreciating and I feel like I'm learning so fast right now that in about a year I'm gonna be over it. Mm-hmm. About a year I'm I'm gonna be over it because I'm going to be like I got this shit already. You know, uh, it's gonna be hard for me to see the weight of or the value of these dollars that I have now, and I'm able to, to be calmer financially in my life, and I'm able to do things and all that, it's going to be hard for me to say, yeah, I'm going to keep this versus my mental health, sanity, and vision, and passion, and what I want to do with my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's not worth, and you know, it's not worth it. I was like, I've learned a new level of capacity and workload of who I am, and what I'm capable of doing. And I was just like, oh, shit. I can do this in my company now. I like. I feel like I could build something. I was like that. I learned. At the same time, it's it's not worth the, the health, the relationships that. That are being hurt by it, and all these things. You know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of say- where I'm at in the middle.
0: When you say the relationships. What's, what's the impact that is having in that arena for
1: you? I mean, with Marina and self, it's Marina, we don't spend as much time together. So, and I'm always tired, like I'm exhausted all the time. Um, you know, I, my, my parents haven't seen them. You know, I saw my dad for the first time in like three months. Uh, last week so
2: it's harder you know it's, even us <laughs> mm-hmm. you well know, it's, it's very different yeah
0: so where is there hope for you is it just a two-year mark? No,
1: um, I think the hope is is being able and the accomplishments and the achievements that are potentially there. I think that's what, what I'm focused on. Um, the hope is in you know being able to take these monies and and build something outside of it. That's the hope. So, I mean, that's what I'm focusing my energy on. It's like, all right, these are some of the things that are outside of this. And this is just, you know, this company is just a vehicle to help me do that right now. So it's a sacrifice that I feel, you know, is being made in order to make that happen.
2: Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's it's interesting when you were sharing before about the the long-term vision versus the current problems um Mm -hmm. because because you said something specifically you were like this is the way they think right you mentioned like is it even beneficial to me to want them want them to think differently or want to get them to think differently um because they like they're not in that kind of position if you will so that to me, highlighted that kind of similarity, right? where in with our business, we were so forward thinking we were always thinking about like, how does this build up to a future right and in fact, like you and I would have arguments about like about that, right, where it's like yeah, that's great for the future, right? You you would be like, but right now there's fucking fires and and I'm I'm, I'm so far out, out there, right? So it reminds me of that because it's also like that, the lesson there where there's like necessary for have that both, that future and that present, but also to your point, it's like having that impact of bridging the two. You know, like being able to, being able to have uh, well, instead of impact, let's say authority to impact that connection, mm-hmm. you know, and coming from where we come from with our business, it's like, obviously we had impact, we have authority. It's It's our thing. And then here it's like, all right, we have to politic our way through in order to have that influence. Um and and I I've said to my wife that I can see this like being a thing for me. Whereas like if I if I'm not um like expanding in my role, like having further reach that I can be very I can see myself like in six months. I'm be freaking ready to go. <laughs> you know, and and it was something that from the get-go she was very nervous about me. She was like, you know, like I'm going to you, bring you in but don't don't leave me hanging type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so so it's just interesting because it's like it connects it to that same I feel like it's like that spirit, right? And and I know you always hated this, but the uh, the whole cage concept, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's like it's like the just that's what it feels like. It feels like the spirit is being caged up,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like, <laughs>
1: and it's like, huh? No, I was gonna say that's exactly what it feels like.
0: Yeah, so. I've been I've been kind of working through that. Like I said to you before, like for me, the the idea of like the 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 product that we we sell or offer mm-hmm. in this company is like the this is the the outcome. And to me, it's like this isn't the outcome. This is just one of the the symptoms, one of the stepping stones, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but then i i've been like reframing it for for me similar to how you did with like the the team concept and it's like remember like why we're going into this and and you know you 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 called me arrogant for saying like you know they're lucky to to have me type of mm. um but it's it's part of that reframe for me because it's like all right my mission here is to, because one of the things we will talk about often is like, yeah, like we talk about how impactful, how, you know, the the skill set that we have and these ideas that we have are great. And we've seen it work in a very small scale. But when it comes to a big organization, like we don't have any track records to show that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my mindset. It's like, we're building that track record like i'm coming in here establishing like my concept so i almost i almost um like it's I'll, i'll take a step back and explain like my perception of like all right i feel like i was hired because i have these qualities and now i've been under training and going through training and it's like you're trying to train out the qualities in which you hired me for. To become something that you already have. And to me, that's stupid. (laughs) So, but obviously, I understand the politics of all of this. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll add those qualities on top of mine. Like, and I'll learn the why behind you having those qualities that you want to train me towards. And then also identify the weaknesses, the challenges. Or upgrade my own qualities and, and create my own thing, mm-hmm. is my perception on, on on how to do it. Uh, and interesting enough, when I started doing that, when I reframed it for myself in that sense, I started looking at at you know the things that they're teaching, and I'm like, oh wait a minute. From from like the leadership side and all that stuff that they the, the courses and so on, I've been looking at it, and I'm like, wait a minute you're talking a lot about the same things we're talking about. We're just talking about them in different languages, right? So you call it this, we call it that type of thing. So then it made it all kind of easier for me. It's like, oh, it's just translating. And also identifying, oh, there's there's these kind of avenues in which they explain it, which I disagree with, or there's these other avenues here, which I agree with. It's like, oh, this levels up my thing. So it's kind of become, like you said, like this, this learning experience to to explore and examine um the the cultural leadership mindset aspects that are already out there like because mm-hmm. my I had a a a big challenge at the beginning of like I don't want to sh- come off as like arrogant like I'm coming in like oh you guys don't know what you're doing here's what I'm doing right so that was like how do I how do I maintain that that, that confidence, mm-hmm. but not come off as arrogant in that sense? And that was a bit of a challenge. It was like, I was being more quiet than anything in, in situations. And I, it's funny because this past week, like I was with a, <clears throat> the RDB, RDM from, from your region, and went to center's, and at first i was like i'm going to be quiet i'm going to be quiet and within like 10 minutes and i'm like i can't be quiet i got i got to say this cuz it's so obvious to me
2: <laughs> and mm-hmm. i
0: say it and then everyone like was like wow i never thought about it like that and i was like okay so that you know goes into that confidence bucket but it mm-hmm. is like thinking about that arrogance side is like okay i have to make sure i frame it in a way that it's not coming off that way so i'm 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 in this like tightrope of balancing the ideas, which puts me in a position of like, I need to fully understand the way you think before I examine. it. then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm back to coaching. This is like exactly what I do in coaching, right? Mm -hmm. I show up to coach someone and I'm like, hey, this is what you need to do. I know that's not effective at all.
2: Mm.
0: But if I Become very curious and learning the way they view the world. And with that as a starting point, now I can bring in a new perspective to that person. Now I can walk with them to that outcome. And I was like, oh, this is just this. Like, it's the same thing, same skill set, which then shifted me over. Then I went mm-hmm. And I went to the second center this week from the beginning. I didn't have any like reservations. I was like, okay, let me understand. Let me ask questions, questions, questions. And then boom, here's here's this impact. And like everyone again, wow, that that's that's such an interesting way. Um, we're gonna try that, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And and then the, the RDM that I'm tra- training with, um he was like, Whoa, that gave me reference. Like I'm coming in here just telling people what to do. I need to ask questions. <laughs> and it was like okay cool i'm having impact Mm. (laughs) you know Mm. um so that was uh, for me that's kind of been my journey with it but you've been you got like what a month or two months ahead of me yeah i just finished three months okay yeah last week i don't I don't i don't even know how many yeah i'm one month one month and a week or something like that so yeah so I'm just looking at it from like, is your future my future <laughs> in two months? <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, <clears throat> when I'm there,
1: like I'm I'm fully present. I'm in it, and, and I want to help. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's 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 the person the how it breaks into the personal life, and I see the doctors and I see them struggling, spending time with their families and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want that life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want that. Like, if I if I have a kid, like I want to be there, you know. Um, and it's a lot, like it, especially when you're you're in the center, you know. It's 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 hard. Like, you send me Instagram posts. I don't even look at it till like Friday. Mm-hmm. It's just because I don't have the time. Yeah, you can look at my chart. that the screen time has dramatically dropped, like sixty percent because mm-hmm. I'm not even can't don't answer text don't answer nothing because you're constantly trying to solve problems for everybody else and that's cognitively exhausting mm-hmm. so by the end of the day you don't want to do jack shit mm-hmm. yeah like so it's 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 definitely an impact
0: hey guys if you're enjoying this podcast please subscribe like below comment let us know your thoughts and continue to enjoy.
1: Um, just do what I need to do and show
0: you by the numbers and the results. That's it. <laughs> well, I'll counter that. Because when we go back to like what we're doing, right, for in terms of our business, so on and so forth, like, we're, we're, we're trying to learn the, the operations. We're trying to learn the the big impactful cultural uh, building blocks. And I think that's a part of it, right? Also, we're also planting these seeds and, and, and flags, if you will, for our future in terms of like, Hey, these are the impacts that we've had with our tools in this organization, right? So like thinking of it you know, 10 years down the line, we're building, not, not even, let's go three years down the line. We're building our our thing and we're trying to sell our thing to other organizations, whether it's school, whether it's business organizations. And we're like, hey, listen, we've had this impact. Of those relationships that we cultivate are going to be that end of like, hey, in this company, look at these impacts, right? So I get you, it's like, oh, the, the results speak for themselves, but just like in history, we've seen, like for example, like the light bulb, you know, I've heard that Edison didn't invent the light bulb, it was a black guy that invented the light bulb we don't know his name, mm-hmm. and it's like obviously that's a bunch of additional issues, but there's that prime aspect of like, yeah, that is important because you do get shoved to the ground and pass over, and then the results are the only thing that speak, and people lay claim to those results, and yeah, i I hear you, but I think mm-hmm. that's
1: I don't consider that politics. I consider that networking, yeah, like to me. To me, politics is is psychologically playing these kind of strategies to mm-hmm. get to where you want to get to. Like, to me, every person that I meet is a potential impact. It doesn't matter, right? What matters is, is like what I'm doing. And in terms of claim of things that I do, it's so digital now that my name is all over it. I can record and say what I need to say, and they know it'll be me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like we're going into a space where now we're so digitally, uh, attached to each other that often, you know—being inauthentic is 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 can be really hard, in my opinion, at least for me, mm-hmm. because people kind of see that shit now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why I'm like, I, I don't need to do that. If I do the results, my name is on it, and I value every person that come that I meet. Then it's a potential impact. It's it's not politics anymore. It's networking. Politics is like playing some type of strategy. Like I want to get close to that guy because of this, that,
0: third, or okay. I don't want to do that. So when you put it under that definition, I agree with you. Then 100. I also don't think that that that's what everyone else is speaking about when they say the politics in the in terms of that definition so maybe you, you,
1: you, I, but i don't know that's why i'm saying like you, are you asking me to be human like is that what you're telling me to do to like speak to people and say hi and how are you like yeah yeah that's i don't think that's politics i think it's mm-hmm. just being fucking human being yeah like yeah say hi to people yeah, but I also get to choose who I don't want to say hi to if I don't like you I there's some people I don't like I'm not going to say hi to you I don't like you you got a problem with that it's... you sound like Jay now <laughs> um, but yeah it's kind of I don't know if this is an actual podcast
0: or what I feel like I was talking shit if, no i think uh all right w- w- we talk about mindset right and this is like a, a a hard transition that i feel like many other people can relate to mm. the idea of making a hard transition uh feeling like you're you're losing some values that you hold dear in exchange for something else right like all of these concepts are, aren't Outlandish. They're not like specific. They're they're human challenge. Mm. You know, we're talking through how we're currently in the situation, how we're managing those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, and how we're using our mindset to reposition them in a way where it makes sense to us. So, I think yes, this is a, a episode, a mindset episode. It's just a little bit more real in the moment. Because a lot of times we talk about things that we've gone through already. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I I think you're I think you're right. I think it's hard to to kind of explain what's what I'm going through because like I'm I'm in the middle of it. So there's a lot of going back and forth to it. And it's also like a you know I thought I was kind of over that identity shift not quite yet
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know um I've gotten used to to the understanding of the business itself and, uh, and I enjoy working with with the people that I work with so like it, it pulls me out of that but then when I'm out of it I'm like damn man this shit sucks <laughs> corporate life is like is, is it sucks it's like you're like like you said, it feels like you're caged.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then like when you're in the cage, it's not so bad. Like when you got all your friends mm-hmm. in the same cage.
0: <laughs> I like that. Oh, are you coming around after like five years to the cage analogy?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard it. I guess I've heard it enough to get used to it.
0: I've hammered in it.
1: Yeah. This, I told you the CEO is coming in. Yeah. And, and they're going to be there in the morning huddle and in the team meeting. That's
0: that's what I, I sent you. I was like, yeah, remember. It's,
1: it's all it's, make-believe.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's like, oh, this is a CEO. It's like, it's uh, just another person that's coming to your center because you guys are doing firework. So they're, you yeah. know, not the CEO. It's a student that's coming to learn from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you know
1: what it is? It's just, I, I feel like since I've gotten in this, I've I've highlighted the amount of judgment that I place on myself mm. for like every little thing that I do, mm-hmm. and there's this like this idea of trying to always be the best, mm-hmm. and that's exhausting. Mm. And that's that's where I think that
0: pressure comes from. You know, it's, I was just thinking about this because I I align with that personally. I have this like this perspective and I'll tell you between you and I, my goal, cause this is going to probably go out after this week. So I, I'll be able to <laughs> kind of measure it afterwards, but my goal is ridiculous. My goal is to sell hundred percent of the consults I see. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I was kind of like going through the process with that for myself of like, why, why Rance right? so it's like, why set an impossible goal based off of all the numbers, right? And then I thought about the outcome of it. It's like, okay, how would you handle if? So we go,es so you don't sell one console, and I'm perfectly fine with that failure as well. And mm-hmm. and talking about talking through it with myself about it, I'm like, oh, okay. I like to have these hyper ambition. Things, but I also balance it out by having this hyper compassion towards myself, mm. and and that balance to me allows me to kind of to come off to you as you say super arrogant, mm. where it's like this nigga thinks right, like I said these goals. That's the part I say out loud. But on the flip mm. side of it, when when it's like if I if I don't achieve them. I'm like, okay, like, this is the opportunities to learn. This is whatever. This is where, you know, you're, you're, it's a humbling experience for me, as opposed to like a, a, a identity shattering experience. Mm. And I think that side of the balance is what allows me to have like that hunger, but then that like, because uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm going all over the place. Because start about like Michael Jordan, where mm-hmm. the last dance, where I took that personally, right? With anything that happened, like had nothing to do with like that's his driver, like mm-hmm. that competition, that like I'm gonna crush you idea. And I'm 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 definitely not like that, right? And that's not my driver, but I do have a hyper competitive thing and it's like it is with myself it is with this like my competition comes from I want to be and it sounds so cliche I want to be the greatest I can be at whatever I do Mm. and every time I fail at something I see it as a victory To get better and this goes into like i've told so many people already that that i work with i was like i don't need the 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 nice sandwich i don't need the fluff of like oh great job on this great job on this these are the opportunities to improve and then great job on this please don't do that because the that nice part like i'm just like checking out or i'm losing all connection with you i'm like i i don't care i don't want to hear it give me all the Tough parts, because to me, looking at the challenges and where I can improve, that's what eases my soul. That's what makes me feel like I'm growing, and what I value the most is that growth. Mm. so looking at that the whole situation, like that's how i I address myself, you know it's like I don't care about what's doing well. I get terrified like. I'll give you an example. I just spoke to like one of my managers. I was like, "All right, so I've been in a few centers these past few weeks. Let me know what you've heard, what you've observed that are like opportunities for for uh, improvement, has like or, or doubt or challenges that you see from." Me. And this, I was in a conversation with two managers, and they both go, "No, we've only heard great things." And to me, that's terrifying. It's like what. The where can I work on then <laughs> like where can mm-hmm. I can be great already I, mm. that it's is what hurt to me <laughs> as opposed to like the opportunities yeah i think I think the 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 hard part
1: for especially when you're when you're in there is just like there's not enough time to to reflect or observe uh other people and what they can and can do better. Can or cannot do better. Um, that's why I put the survey out. I don't know if Paula told you, I did a quarterly survey. I created it and sent it out to the team to give me feedback on what it is, because I'm like, I don't know how to get better. Like I have no data, nobody's telling me anything. You know. Uh so I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna send a survey out and ask all the questions. Um so, yeah, I, I I agree with that. But I think it's because people don't have enough time mm. to, like, really sit down and reflect on, like, your your performance and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they have the right questions, like, in their mind. Like, how yeah. do you evaluate somebody so that things are like, oh, I think you're doing great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the easiest way out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That's... <laughs> That's um in my role, right? It's like coaching and they and I like have a really hard time with observing the people that I'm observing in the sense of when you know they go in to give feedback and they go with that nice sandwich, um which like I understand the psychology, right? But I hope it has to be authentic to me. You know, so when I'm speaking,
1: are you speaking on framing the way they frame something to you?
0: No, I'm speaking about like, all right, Moses, let's say your morning huddle was trash, right? It's like, first we have to sit down and, and highlight all the, the, the good things, the good parts about it. So it's like, Moses, I like the way that you had printed paper, I like the way that. Now, an opportunity here might be, you know, speaking directly. The
2: frame—it's
0: the framing. It is annoying. (laughs) But like framing from like from the side that that I've learned from corporate, what they define as framing is not necessarily that. But now that you mention it, it it, is—it is the framing on how the people in the field like create the definition of it. (laughs) You know. So, mm-hmm. so I guess, yeah, it, it is what they call the frame, but it's not, <laughs> it's not the n- n- true frame. It's it's just a nice sandwich, you know, and it's a basic, it's mm-hmm. a basic white girl frame.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's not the way I approach things like at all. And I, whenever I lead a, a, a thing, I do it a whole different way. And I've noticed the impact that my way does, which my way comes from coaching, from like the psychology and understanding, which is number one is first, let me ask the person what they're perceiving, what they're experiencing. And then dig into that, right? Now, this allows me to understand the way they see thing, the situation. So when I give them a point of feedback, they, un- they feel understood and connected with, now my point of feedback has a huge impact on them. And then they're like, wow, thank you so much. So the, the nice part of the sandwich is like, oh, you got to know me for a second first. Now he complimented me on this, on that and whatever. Because mm-hmm. I see people, they gloss over as soon as that starts. Like, thank yeah. like okay, cool, thanks. And nothing changes. <laughs> and that's the impact. Nothing changes. hmm Or it changes, but super slowly. Oh yeah, we've been working with this person for a few months. Yeah. That's too slow for me.
1: (laughs) That's funny that you're talking about this because my team meeting is going to be a workshop on framing. Mm. So I was going to go back into the pyramid, speaking about emotions, why emotions are important. So you have to get someone invested in what you want to talk about. How do you get them invested in what you want to talk about? Ask questions to bring them back in because the questions are about them. So now they become invested in the conversation, then you can bring everything in. So I was gonna give like case scenarios where they had to talk about something difficult with a colleague or a patient and give them a scenario and they would have to learn how to frame it and they would role play. So separate them, they would go do that for a while, come back together mm-hmm. and then talk about framing an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna go practice that. How do you frame upgrades? Yeah, and come back together. Nice, I love that.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, <laughs> this is exactly exactly that. I love how how aligned we we are with so many of our ideas. When because to the audience, we're not talking. We Moses and I usually are texting, messaging each other throughout the week, and we're not doing that. Yeah, we're catching up on 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 the podcast, basically. <laughs> yeah um so the alignment is is i'll give you on that center that i mentioned before that that is on fire like i wrote uh, an email and i'm like listen what we need to do in the center is everyone keeps coming in trying to like oh let's fix this little thing let's fix this and it's like that's not the problem here the culture is the problem the lack of um conflict is the problem." So, mm. to me, it's like we need to close down the whole office for a day and just like workshop the hell out of the whole thing, mm. communication, all this. then, from there, all those little things that we're trying to fix, they're gonna fix themselves mm. because there's communication happening, mm. and from there, now we can start working on but what we have right now, you can't fix it this way, yeah, all right, yeah. So, yeah, kind of the same idea. I was coming up with some of the ideas. But again, I keep you. you need to train another week. You need to train another week.
1: You know, it's, you know, it's crazy that even is coming up to me and asking, like, for my perception on certain scenarios. And then how to frame the conversation to have with the person so that she doesn't hurt someone's feelings.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Um, but yeah, she's she's definitely changing. Um, so I, I'm. That's why I want to do this framing workshop. I think the CEO would get a
0: kick out of it too. Mm. Yeah. Are, you, are you doing it Monday? Yeah, Monday. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love that.
1: I wish I could be there. <laughs> I, I'm more excited for the team meeting than I am for the morning huddle. I don't know why the morning huddles make me nervous. It's like you got to come up with something. I'm like half asleep. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I don't even want to be there in that moment. And I got to say something inspirational or motivational to try to get them fired up. And I'm just like, just do what we do. Let's go. (laughs) Uh,
0: So maybe, maybe making it your own in terms of that. Like, you know, where you just said, let's do what we do type of thing mm. um because i, I t- just talking about from what you said before about the inauthentic politics perspective like uh, that seems to be the the challenge there where it's like mm. oh i got a, something in motivation it's like go from the motivation of of how you perceive it you know instead of finding a quote or whatever is exactly. like that, that I was actually going to be I was actually going to talk about cuz
1: on Thursday um there was this point in the morning huddle where we were having like an authentic conversation and something that I observed is that people come up and when there's an issue or problem specifically with the patient the way that they describe the issue or problem the tone the articulation it's it's kind of like this patient is Going out of crazy and all this stuff, and it's like almost seems out of control. But then when I go and talk to the person, it's a very different thing that I experience. So I was just like, I wanted to. I brought up a thing where I was like, I want us to to be aware and and understand that, like how we're present presenting information. And then it happened. So a patient came in from that used to be a patient of ours, but it, he was dismissed he got into like a thing with back in the day uh, and she told me the story and I'm getting all this information. It was like, yeah, he's a problem. And they're like, yeah, he doesn't speak much, much English. So right there, I'm in a, I'm in a position and I can feel myself getting flustered and sees it. Right. And she's just like, Moses you're getting flustered like right now you're not being curious she called me out on it I was like oh shit yeah and then she she said like you know we talked about it and she was like it's not their responsibility to to present that information in the way that you know they feel those are that's their experience right now and it's our job to to not be biased by that and go in there with a curiosity. I went in there, the guy spoke English, you know? uh, Like I had all these assumptions, I had all these things that, that were presented because of the information I was receiving. So even though I think I'm correct in the way that people present information to me, it's not their job, it was their experience. And for me to say, like, hey, present it in this way so that I go out there with less biases is an expectation that's not fair to the individual because it dismisses their experience. Mm. So my thought process on for Monday was to apologize for that, you know, just like explain what happened, what I learned, what I reflected on, take ownership over it. And then just say like what I was trying to say is, um, just creating more awareness with our experience and and calling me out on it to be curious when you go in there
2: Mm -hmm. because
1: there are going to be times that I am going to want to side with you. And I am going to have these biases that come in. And what I want to do is, is present myself as neutrality. So like what I would love from you guys is to call me out when you see me get flustered or when you see me come in with a certain emotional state, like Mm -hmm. because if she didn't do that, I would have came in with a very different uh, approach.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I had had a similar uh, experience as well. Um, I was asked to to uh, follow up with this patient who canceled. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was like, no one understood what happened. It was the same day start and patient went back and then I got up and seemed upset and left. And so that was similar. It's like, oh, it's English second language, all this stuff. So I called the patient, and like, you know, leading up to the call, I was like, with all these things that they mentioned, and I'm like, reset curiosity was my point of this call. I want to learn because that was that in all these conversations, I was like, being curious when people are giving me the download and and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, so what was the person thinking here? What was, what was told to them? It's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of, I don't know. So then call the patient with that same mindset. Like, all right, I'm not trying to convince you to come back or anything. I just want to learn. Right. That's the message in my head. I get on the the call, spend half an hour on the phone. This is a person that they had said, He didn't talk much, stays quiet, just like quick answers, all this stuff. He showed up with curiosity, started talking, no problem. (laughs) Like Had Mm -hmm. a lot and gave me clear understanding of what happened from their eyes, which also gave me clear understanding of opportunities that were missed. You know, challenges that, that came up that were not even like anticipated Like, for example, and I asked this question and everyone's like, no, we don't, we don't have that. I was like, that's ridiculous. The, the printouts, we can't select a different language on that. That's crazy.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, like, we're like, this is information for you to take home and review. And we can't print it out in a different language for the person. That's such Mm -hmm. a simple thing. (laughs) So, um, like that was one of the things, um, And, but like that same idea of like, it's, it's always, it always falls back to that, that curiosity (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. and the awareness of, of staying curious. I think it's so easy to, to see so many, like, like you said, you're in the office day to day, day to day, and you see similar things happening so much that those stereotypes, those expectations, it's like, oh, this is the way this is going to go. You, you already have that. And it's really maintaining that awareness of staying in that state of curiosity that Mm -hmm. is the biggest challenge, and but also the biggest superpower.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, guys, thank you again for tuning in. We really hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to it anywhere, Spotify, Apple, now YouTube Music, uh, or YouTube to uh, subscribe to our podcast. Also, don't forget to visit VidaProject.com to learn more about what we do um, and how we actually help each other and our clients go through transitions and changes in their lives. See you next time.